0: Celtic Stuff Live, with your hosts, Justin Poolin and John Duke. Welcome to Celtic Stuff Live on the CLNS Media. Oh, man. I I, I say CLNS Media, I'm just, I'm excited. You're listening to me, and you're saying, wait, I know that voice, but usually the other guy talks, and then this guy, this voice talks. Not tonight, fans. Not tonight. Justin in under the weather, he's, I don't know what's going I don't know if he's got the coronavirus, I'm not sure what's going on. <laughs> he's in he's, parts he's, unknown. He's in parts unknown. <laughs> throwback through. Thursday, oh, man. That voice. There's another voice, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's the one, and only Nick Geltso. We're, we're throwing it back, we're not, we're not going to talk about Kyrie, <laughs> Kyrie Irving. Those we could, open. if you
1: want, if you want. I put go. out a great tweet tonight, did you see it?
0: Oh, I did. The I did. karma I,
1: tweet? <laughs> yes. He blocked me, you know.
0: Kyrie. Well, yeah, well, you know, that's probably the most defense he's done. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, Kyrie, yeah. and, and yeah. you Who's know, we'll uh, that go there? My part. Just to, to close the circle on that, you were right, Nick. You were right, uh, Nick. You were right. I don't take pleasure so, in it, John. I, I know, I know you don't. You're you're a true Celtics fan through and through, and yeah. uh, we all wanted it to work out or whatever that meant. But uh, man, what a, uh well, uh, what a nightmare. It's a lot different now. We can say that indeed. And and we've kind of gone to the point where that guy is he who shall not be named. So <laughs> we're gonna move, we're gonna move past that. We're gonna move past Kyrie Irving. Celtics playing well. Things are, are moving in the positive direction. I don't know if Justin can still take credit for the, the swoon that had happened, but the Celtics are playing well. They've, they're back. Uh, great win in Miami this week. Uh, but, you know, honestly, I think everything that has happened over the last, you know, three, four, five, really this week – has really kind of come under the, the pall and, and, and the um, the sad situation that obviously afflicted, um, you know, all of us as we came to learn about Kobe Bryant's passing, a terrible, tragic helicopter crash, his daughter passing away. And, it, it's, I mean, I just, as I say it, I just get chills and just, it just, I, I don't, I'm recording, we're recording late here on, on, uh, on Thursday night. I had to go to my son's basketball practice. I'm helping, helping his team out. So, you know, I, I get the whole dad thing and, and getting involved, but um, you know, we've seen a lot of tributes and all that, but Nick, what, what's been your thoughts? Cause you've kind of gone through uh, this. and
1: Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, John, how, like Ironically poignant yet awkward is Boston lit up in purple particularly Boston Garden in purple and gold. Mm-hmm. So I had to go and take the train down uh to North Station to see it for myself um but it's been i mean it just goes to show that Bostonians are not just really good sports fans are classy and uh Kobe. I, of course, am am heartbroken, but we don't need to canonize him. I think we have to remember that he was a human being that made mistakes, and uh, I'll give you what I loved about him. I loved his throwback – not the Mamba mentality, but the throwback mentality. He was a throwback – to a time when um, you didn't exchange jerseys after uh, the closing buzzer with your opponents, right? And uh, he had the work ethic and the drive. But then he was also Kobe, you know, where I, I have to say, you know, after I had the dust settled, I thought of you, John, because uh, you always called him like the world class turd or something, you know? <laughs> and I'm not going there tonight. Because, but, but, but the one thing is, uh, and it's, it's almost, um, shocking that CNN is the only network that I've heard, you know, mention the Denver situation. Um, there was a dark side to Kobe. I think he mellowed out as he got older. Um, he definitely was intimidating. You know, you know, I think you were, you covered 2010, right? I yeah, mean, the, the yeah. finals there. I mean, he had an intimidating yep. side. He, I, I really liked him with the media. I thought he was funny. um, But the faces, like, you know, I could be petty and bring up things that annoy me. And all truth be told, I would take 10 Kobe's over three quarters of the league today.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, he. I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on the on the positive at the start here. Yeah, uh, I don't think that was I, negative, do you? No, 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 no. Yeah. I I, I'm, I think I think it's honest, absolutely. Yeah. And and he, what was, what was I think, what we could appreciate as as older fans, I guess at this point. And we want to say that, uh, you know, we he harkens back to the era that his dad came up in the '80s. You know, Kobe and I are the same age uh and and the appreciation that he shows for the game then and the growth of the game and hard you know physical mental toughness uh he placed such a priority on that and i and i and i've always appreciated that of him that you know i think yes, that, that was something that he uh he took a special pride in i mean certainly <laughs> To shoot free throws when you got an Achilles tear. Um, oh, you know, come it, on, man. It, you know, I mean, that's, that takes something. That takes that's something. That's
1: incredible. I, I mean,
0: and, it's, that's, it's and the I,
1: I hate to say, John, yeah, I don't want to cut you off here, but uh, no. you're going yeah. to edit this out first. Or you can leave it in. It's a podcast. I really don't care. <laughs> Somehow my Skype went on speakerphone in the middle of you doing this. I'm going to turn it off. Okay. I think I got it. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that when he did that, it was like okay this guy is I, I, there's no words i could say it i mean that's the most yeah. painful uh, injury short of what happened to Hayward in basketball right i mean a right. dude gets up and shoots the free throws just in case he's okay to go back in come on
0: unbelievable unbelievable yep. That, yep. and that's it that, it takes a, a special mental toughness it takes you know a, a will that is just not normal and and so that's the part of the, that mamba mentality stuff that i appreciated yeah, uh, I thought, you know, like I said, he's the same age I am, so I'm coming out of high school. Yep. I, you know, I, we're coming out of high school the same time. <laughs> I'm yep. not going to the NBA. No, nah,
1: uh, I'm <laughs> just starting to gain weight and smoke weed. <laughs> right. I mean, that's
0: really what it's all right. <laughs> right. This is like the the
1: R rated Celtics stuff live yes. with me on it. <laughs> <So anyways. laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's 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 all good, and, and you know, he goes the Lakers and. And, and obviously Shaq's there. And I, the thing about Kobe, okay, I'm gonna go into it because I I can't hold myself I, Yeah, I mean, back I
1: here. think yeah, yeah you got to be honest, man. I mean, he, I, there was
0: great side and, and there was there was an ugly side. There was an ugly side, and I I looked at Kobe as somebody who had the potential to be the greatest basketball player ever. Yeah, I really did. I thought um, his athleticism, his intelligence, his toughness, uh, his uh, and, and the fact that he was in some ways born on second base, um, not mm-hmm. necessarily as in terms of being the son of a basketball player, but who ended up in the loss in, in the Lakers, mm-hmm. playing for Phil Jackson. Play, well, not initially, but eventually playing for Phil Jackson. Who did playing he play for, for initially? Del, Del, who was Del, it? Del I'm, Harris, yeah.
1: Del Harris. A guy I know Cooper Coop was the assistant coach on that. That's team. right. I remember that.
0: Yes, yes. You know. and, and so, you know, you got that. You play with Shaq, the most dominant player of that era, without question. Most dominant player in my lifetime. I mean, there's something about LeBron who catches on the wing and puts the ball down and, and going to the rack. But mm-hmm. Shaquille O'Neal and those in between, you know, that, that Lakers tenure was unlike anything that I can really compare it to. And certainly with the way the games change, you can't even compare it to today. Mm-hmm. And And that wasn't even compared to when we were growing up when it was great. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you it, take yeah. all that and then it falls apart. And mm-hmm. yeah, you know, the, the Lakers drama. think right, we gotta push Shaq out. I gotta be mm-hmm. the top guy. You know, there's an era there where his numbers are great. He gets the 81 point game. Um, three hundred shots. It, right, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Right, and so it, it ta- He he asks out. You know, mm-hmm. so there's a, there's a period of you know obviously the Colorado situation. We don't yeah. even need to, need to go into that. Everyone yeah, knows that situation. Yeah, yeah. So
1: you know you look at no. These... You know the problem is Duke. I don't think a lot yeah. of people. I think young people don't even know. I mean, when you right think on. about it, it's not been mentioned. ESPN uh, has not mentioned it. I don't think one time.
0: Yeah. And I want
1: to, and that's not fair because I boycott ESPN as much as possible. But when I've had it on, they've not mentioned
0: no. it. Yeah, and it's, but it's like you know, but even if you just keep it on the floor, I mean, this was he wanted to be the man, so okay, you're the man, right? And yeah, he I mean, had great man. He's got great per stats and all this, but that those some of those Lakers teams were so disappointing. But dude, you know? he stuck with them? 20
1: years with the same team through losing and winning and he won without Shaq, which was the ultimate, you know, that was his goal. I can't, I got, I mean, that's the one thing I got to disagree with you on because, and I think if this was 10 years ago, I would agree totally with you. But Mm -hmm. today with the, you know, no loyalty to what the Jersey on your back whatsoever, I look at Kobe, a guy and Paul Pierce, who would have stayed forever, a guy guys like that as they should be the role models so if anything comes out of this i hope that it's If you're talking about it from a basketball standpoint, I hope it's loyalty to your franchise and also work ethic and killer mentality. And no, you don't have to French kiss your opponent after
0: every game like these guys do. (laughs) It's (laughs) disgusting. It's weird. It's really bizarre. It's almost as weird as
1: Isaiah and Magic Kiss. Remember they used to kiss? Oh, yeah. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Wacky.
0: You know. It it was.
1: Well, we went from Bird, who was like wanting to – they wanted to kill each other, even in the end when they became friendly, to Isaiah, who was so sissified to begin with. Anyway, let's just go (laughs) – let's
0: move on. (laughs) Yes, yes. But, you know, so we appreciated that about him, but it was so single-minded. It was so in in, – In search of his own greatness, as opposed mm-hmm. in search of his team's greatness, you know. And I know other players appreciated that, and they they held that up as well. Look how great that is, but look how great his teams weren't in that yeah. era, in that post Shack era. Oh five, oh six, oh seven. I mean, he's asking out. He asked out of L A. Right? Yeah. And he could make the deal. Yeah. Well, so, they had to put. They had to put. I mean, he had
1: to push them. It's like Piers asking out of Boston. Sure.
0: And it you was almost the, almost the same exact timing, right? You mm-hmm. know, it was, Devin,
1: yeah. you know, and, and Pierce Dude, was like... was that the perfect storm? I mean, you think about oh. it. That whole situation... I mean, even that Lakers team... I mean, the Celtics destroyed them, but when you think about it, they weren't... The Celtics were a far better team. I mean, Bynum couldn't play, right? Yeah. You had Powell, you had Fish, and you had Kobe. You had a great coach. I mean, I, I, that team wasn't... The, they weren't stacked, and he took them to the finals, Um, I agree with you, but in today's NBA, it's very hard for me to, uh, you know, villainize somebody who stuck with their franchise, you know, you know, that's my biggest thing, right? is this lack of loyalty, I think it's destroying the game that and Adam Silver's combating that with more, uh, contests that make no sense. Like, what (laughs) is this all-star thing? I mean, I'm glad that they're doing tribute to Kobe. They should. Yeah. Oh, my God. And Stern. Will somebody please mention David Stern? Um, but, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, do they have to do, like, bingo or Yahtzee in the middle of each quarter? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can we just play basketball? Pictionary. We're going to do Pictionary, Pictionary. <laughs> charades. <laughs> charades. You're and five extra points if you're – yeah, I know. Sounds like <laughs> – don't we all want to see Taco Fall play charades? I mean, let's be honest. I mean, that oh, That would be amazing. Yeah, that would be great. Right? Yeah, um, I love
1: when Scal says, we just don't want Taco to turn into the clown. You're like, Scal, come on, man. You're one to preach. Right? I mean, Scal's the original. Him and Greg Kite are the original clowns. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Scal's legend has grown the
0: White Mamba. Oh, it has. I mean, absolutely. I mean, that's – and that's – you know, poor poor, – you know, you're right. I mean, I don't want to see anybody be a mockery of the game, and it's not like the All Star game is some sort of sanctified oh, God, uh, no, right? situation. But it does feel gimmicky, you know. It's so gimmicky. And that's that's what we're 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 losing some of that traditional powerhouse. You mm-hmm. know, looking forward to that Sunday afternoon on CBS when Philly yeah. was coming to Boston. Come and, on, And you, you'd circle your whole weekend around seeing Doc and oh, Tony and those guys who up against Bird and McHale and Parrish. And then they'd Gerald fight Henderson. And, pre-game and Max,
1: Max, Max, and Max going, going in the stands.
0: You know? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so I mean that's,
1: talk you built your weekend around that stuff. You would build your weekend and your Sunday dinner around it, right? You didn't yes. have dinner. You had it either early, and usually was later because the early game was Boston. Yeah, I mean, the league has lost that luster, I, I think. But uh, you look at uh, Kobe, right? We're talking here. Right. Uh, before we move on from Kobe, you right. mentioned the respect for the game. You got guys like LeBron... I'm not gonna go into a bash LeBron, don't worry. Do it. But no, you know, who could it. do it, do it. <laughs> this 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 network is founded upon hating LeBron, but absolutely uh, <laughs> but you 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 look at LeBron who preaches the history of the game, but really I don't I don't believe it. It's like him saying he read The Godfather for five consecutive years because he put it out of his locker so everybody saw it. Kobe he knew the game, man. I mean, and the legends love, like respected him. I mean, there's a video that Max has been tweeting around of, of Kobe walking right by at the end of the glass game in LA. He's walking right by uh, the, the, you know, he's walking out of the arena and there's Marcus smart talking to Max. He stops. Marcus thinks he's going to say hello to him. He goes and pays respects, respect to Cedric Maxwell. To me, that is somebody who knows the game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Poor Marcus. He he looks really goofy in that. I guess he, <laughs> he, he punked Marcus. But it was uh, – I mean he knew the game, Kobe, and he, he knew the rivalry, right? He understood the rivalry between the Celtics and the Lakers, and I think that's what made – 08 and 2010, that whole era there when it was almost like throwing back to when we were growing up, John. And I and I and I give that mm-hmm. to the fire of Kevin Garnett and the fire of of uh, Kobe Bryant.
0: No, that's you're right. And and looking at that 2008 lens, 2010 lens, you know, great stuff on the jump. Paul Pierce talking about ah, really how he good. felt like the truth. There wouldn't have been the truth without yeah. Kobe, you know, because mm-hmm. and I remember that L A that game in L A where he went off and and mm-hmm. a, a Celtics team that really had no business no being business. playing against a truly great team and that Laker <laughs> yeah, team. That's right, they you know, in the forum, right? Take, <laughs> you know, write this down. Game. Don't mm-hmm. take anything out, right? is told <laughs> what Shaq <Jack> told the <laughs> Steeple Pet and. Yeah. He is the mother bleep of truth. <laughs> yep, and it stuck, man. But yeah. he was. And Pierce, uh,
1: it's funny, John, isn't it? I mean, we get a little reminiscent, and like when you know, sad things like this happen, makes you think. You look at a guy like Paul Pierce, and some of these now, I guess, you know, we're at the point where we could call Pierce a legend of the game. And I'm proud of Paul Pierce. You know, I'm I am proud of Kobe that he comes from. I mean, he—he, he, you're right. He ne- maybe never reached his potential by what held him back in his own mind, with stubbornness and elitism in some ways. But he did get us through the Jordan uh, exit and into the LeBron era, and that was an ugly portion of basketball, uh, John. You know, and I, I mean, they were bringing the three-point line in. You know, it was just uh, the balance at the palace. So I really give at that point, if you think about it. He was he, along with Shaq and a couple others, were the face of the of the league. And and Kobe, I don't know how he just morphed into Jordan in so many ways. He couldn't shine Jordan's Nikes, but he mimicked him in the way that he played and in the way he spoke and the way he carried himself almost in the same vein as Jordan and Dr. J. And those really and for a guy who who came right out of high school, uh, immature, but mature at the same time. If that makes sense.
0: No, absolutely, it makes it makes a lot of sense, right? And I think you know that experience being overseas, being the son of a, of a former yep. NBA player, certainly helps yep. with that. Uh, you know, I, I think that th- you're right. He he was that bridge uh, to the LeBron era, and and Shaq obviously had a big part in that as well. Yeah. Yep. I think the I think that as you said, he really he was not Jordan, and that's that's been the difficulty I've had in some of the coverage since. You know, over the last few days, it's not that he wasn't a great player. He was a great player. Did, was he? Is was he? Uh, did I think he could have been more uh, and and become more of a complete player? Absolutely. I, I don't feel like. He he did that, and and this is about degrees here. I'm not saying, mm-hmm. oh well, he wasn't a great player. He was a great player. We're talking about is he the sixth best player of all time? The twelfth best player of I all don't time? Think he's
1: in the top he, ten. I don't know. You don't, right?
0: I don't either. But you know what I mean? Like that's that's what we're talking. We're talking about how great. I mean, it's 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 small <laughs> layers of greatness, you know. Mm-hmm. And and the way that some of the conversations are going, cultural significance, yes. But as a player, there's a lot of guys on that list. You gotta you gotta be real about. We gotta talk but about those muscle, guys that you're and, thinking and about. Jordan and Kareem. Yeah, Kareem. those guys. You gotta talk about those guys. Magic Bird. Magic. Okay, those
1: are five guys right Isaiah. there. Isaiah. I mean, I hate them, but Isaiah. <laughs> Wilt, uh, Wilt. Jerry West. I mean, I can mean, go Jerry. I'll tell you what, man. I mean, and no one has been more uh, uh, over the top in their in their. Uh, in their tributes to Kobe then Turner. And I love TNT. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I don't love the, the broadcast, but I love the, yes. you know, the Barkley, Shaq. And Shaq broke my heart oh, the yeah. other night. Awesome. I mean, you want to talk about if you you have kids and they're in their teens and they're getting to that point where they're a little snotty or they're you know <laughs> yeah, let them watch that because you looked at that man who is seven foot something and three hundred pounds over, and he was crying like a baby out of not just the fact that he lost someone that meant something to him. But dude, there was a lot of regret coming out of those oh, yeah. those tears. And he even said it. And then what was totally heartbreaking, I mean, the world class crier is Jerry West. But seeing him at 90 crying the way he was oh, was, was really upset. It was, an, it was unsettling. But no no one there you know mentioned some of the Barkley did a little bit to the point where he said, you know, there was an an area where uh he felt like Kobe became a human and more likable after he got, you know, after he had the kids and everything else mm-hmm. and it mellowed him. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you talk to a guy like D- Derek Fisher, you know, Oh man. I mean, the thing is you, with all the guys we just mentioned ahead of Kobe possibly arguably majority of them don't have five rings. Bird doesn't right. Isaiah doesn't will certainly doesn't West certainly doesn't, right. you know, so that's, that's, where Kobe becomes in, a, in, in an elite category. And the Celtics, in the classiest way possible, paid amazing tribute to him tonight, as they always do. And people do not give them the respect for inventing the montage, because they did the Boston Celtics. That was not a thing that teams did prior to the Celtics. You know, so they did a great job tonight, man. I don't know if you've seen it yet. I know you were late to the game. But it was it was poignant. It's on our Instagram. See honest media. Uh,
0: what what little I did see was they were showing clips with photos of players with him. Mm-hmm. You know, which mm-hmm. to me, that's the legacy that I I, I think I want to be more in touch with in terms of appreciating that and appreciating that he was a beacon to other players to yeah. to become something. And I think that that that's a part of it that I can't appreciate because I'm not a player, you know, I'm just a guy watching the game. But Jason Tatum, you know, that's his guy, you know, and and a a lot of them. You know, we saw Trayvon and all these guys. Sure. You know, like, that's 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 something else that isn't, um, you know, counting rings or how many MVPs or scoring records or whatever. That's about you know aspiration you know which yeah. is which is and a really drive. important thing absolutely you know and so do you do you treat that differently sure you know what what's kind of lost me is well let's let's retire the number league-wide or let's no, change the logo, or change the logo. i yeah, mean no, i can't see any
1: of that and that's way too much and that's 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 i'm part of the media but that's the media driven and it's it's I mean, if you want to retire the number first, the NBA's never okay. The closest the NBA has probably seen to this is Magic getting HIV, right? Yeah. Yep. So, and that was, uh, I mean, I, we didn't know what HIV was other than that people die immediately from it. We all thought yeah. he was going to die immediately. I, I still remember Stern hugging him at uh, uh, the All Star game and thinking, mm-hmm. as a, a, you know, is David Stern going to die now? I mean, that was a, a moment. In time where you know and people we're not talking enough about David Stern but Mm. you know that's a moment in time where that was hugely controversial for him and brave for for Stern to do that even though anyone with a brain and over the age of 13 would know you can't get AIDS that way it was still not widely uh, educated the awareness wasn't there magic started that so I think Kobe dying is 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 Dude, I'll tell you what. Man, when my my alert went off, I mean, I, my heart stopped.
0: Mm, it too.
1: stopped. It did, and I and, and I didn't have the kind of disdain for him that you did. I and I did really think of you almost immediately once the dust settled, um, <laughs> because I remember long before CLNS living to, listening to <laughs> CSL and and you just turding all over him, and uh, <laughs> and but again, time mellows people and. It's hard to believe he's retired four years, man, and and uh, I, and now he's gone. And and the daughter, I mean, like that's just oh, that's heartbreaking. That's I mean, I can't even yep. imagine. I prayed to God in heaven that it was fast, yeah. that those two didn't even have a chance to look at each other and know that they were going to go. Yeah. Because I can't. And I don't have kids. I can't. You have a family. I can't mm-hmm. even imagine uh, what a parent would feel um, in that way. But yeah. I mean, I, I, the things let's just round this out, right. The things, I mean, Kobe ultimately had drive personified definitely a throwback in the way that, you know, there was no love loss for his opponents. Uh, I think he's, you got to look at the fact that he spent his entire career committed to a franchise. Maybe you're like, as you put it, he tore it apart in the, the Shaq era, but he stayed with them through the bad years, and and those are the things. And then ultimately, regardless of Colorado, he was clearly a good father. Clearly, mm-hmm. absolutely, you know. So so yeah. I, I I have nothing but heartache in for their family, for the Lakers. I mean, I'm close with Michael Cooper. I'll tell you, it's not funny, but that it's uh. So Cooper, I don't know. About two weeks ago, three weeks ago, maybe about a month ago, a month ago, I was, I was, I was going to the guard. I'm on my way to the garden and there's a video that comes across. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't YouTube. It might've been Instagram. And it was Kobe. He looked to be speaking in a at a college in, uh, in California or somewhere. And he's, he's with the moderator and he's talking about, you know, today's game versus his game versus his idols game. Right. And somehow unprovoked, he goes into riffing about how, you know, Bird could have been considered overrated, like he couldn't have been that difficult to guard. And he said, and I, I spoke to the um, the Showtime Lakers about this, you know, Rambus, Worthy, Magic, you know, these guys, I looked at them right in the face, and said that was a slow white boy. And I heard that, and I thought, the dude didn't even mention Michael Cooper. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so I immediately took the video on my way into the garden and uh, texted it to Coop, the dude lost his shit. So, got you know, after this happened this weekend, I get a text from Cooper. He's like, "Can't talk, going on CNN." But man, do I feel bad for being pissed at Kobe about something so petty? Yeah. <laughs> so Eddie wasn't really mad. It was just like, dude, come on. He was the bird stopper, Coop. Like, you want to talk sure about was. anybody? Defensive Player of the Year? You know, there's a guy that that uh, deserves a credit, but. And then if you look, I, I removed an episode out of, out of uh, Joe Sway and Cedric Maxwell's podcast. They had a great segment that was kind of poking a little fun at, at Kobe. But that's the thing about Kobe, too. He And I did not see it. I obviously didn't know him. Um, but from what I've heard from people who do know him, he had a great sense of humor for somebody who always looked pretty smug.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that is true. I mean It seems like he's been someone who, had, who was – he was always someone who – who could take the joke and and could give as much as give you it could back? back. Yep. Yeah, you know, and yep. that's and and that, you gotta respect that and. Like you said, I mean there was. I think Justin probably actually had more <laughs> dislike for Kobe. Uh, <laughs> Might have, he yeah. went to that game in 2007 when things were really down, when and they chanted MVP. They chanted MVP, and I, I don't think Justin still gets, gets, gets the shakes over that. But that yeah. has more to do with the fans and and, and that were there. And, and I having gone to the Laker game, um, you know, a mm-hmm. week and a half ago, mm-hmm. you know, I they're still sold in a lot of purple gold in those stands. They're out there, you know, yep. and that's <laughs> I think that's the the. The most difficult the heart, thing is,
1: yeah,
0: it is those folks; they feel it so strongly, and yep. and you know, I, I've been trying to tell those folks for a while that you know, as as good as he is, he's there were others who were better, and that's yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. But but that's but he's still great, and he was a great player, and and yep. I think he he, as you said, I think in his post career or at the, towards the end of his career, he found, he yeah yeah he found a yeah. mellow and he he became more human you know yeah. i've heard other people say that and i felt that watching him it felt like this is a person you know it's not this mama mentality nonsense that, that really i thought was even uh, if yeah, i i got agree with not you. Helpful. if you go if
1: you go back to you know our archives you could see him straight through 2011 1011 through to the end his last game and I did go through because we were re-releasing a lot of the videos, obviously, yeah. and uh, yeah. it is a distinct difference between the way he was with the media. I mean, in the end, he was he was really really respectful to the fans of Boston, to the franchise, and joking, kidding around. I know his last game, he goes he had a film crew with him, um, and he was do- And I, I don't think it ever came out, so maybe we'll see it now after he's passed. But he was documenting his uh farewell tour and so out doing the garden report on you know on the parquet and jeremy the cameraman is looking over and there's kobe's camera crew uh they filled the they filmed the whole garden report as it was going and afterwards i believe it went down like jared weiss had said like dude like you know, I, I I'm I'm sorry we didn't know you were gonna film. We wouldn't have been here. Like we, we were just doing the job, right? And uh, <laughs> Kobe was like, "No man, that was awesome. I think we're gonna put it in the documentary." So it's a good opportunity that if that documentary is ever released, now that he's passed, that uh, you might see some uh, CLNSers in there. That's that's pretty awesome.
0: That but pretty
1: uh, awesome. he he had an aura, didn't he? I mean, he walked in a room, oh. didn't have to say a word, and you knew
0: he was there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Awesome. Enough of that. Enough of that. Hey, you know what? Speaking of people who uh played the big game, it's less than a week out before the big game, but you can get in on a ton of wager action. Transition. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> How long will the national anthem go? Will there be a wardrobe malfunction? How many yards will Patrick Mahomes throw for? There are literally hundreds of props to bet on before the big game even starts. Head over to betonline.ag and use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit and get in on everything about the big game. Bring the playoffs home with our exclusive sportsbook partner, BetOnline. All right, so yeah, 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 we're back. that thing? Yeah. Now <laughs> you feel t- bad. We did that, check. Yeah, uh, no, I'll tell you what. The, Bet
1: online is sending uh, Goodman oh, and Ryan to the final four. How about that?
0: That's that's gonna be some good stuff. Way yeah, to go! Bob yeah, Bob has really come around,
1: hasn't I mean, he? He's like everywhere again. It's good to see him looking good so and healthy, and and uh, his show's great.
0: And it, it's a great pairing. I love how those two play off each other, and you know, certainly Bob knows everything about everything ever. You know, uh, and, and yeah. that with yeah. with Goodman, who you know knows these kids and like you know help them tie yeah. their shoelaces at an A A U event when they were seven, you know. So it's it's fun. It's like it's fun. I love you know there, I love the back there, and it, forth. It, of those two there
1: guys. is a uh, the the random golf um, shades reference that we edit out occasionally from Bob, <laughs> 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 but for the most part, I mean, what what is I've been to Bob's house, so we we film it. Now, Bob has now finally, he's graduated through Skype. He could use it, uh, but I used to have to drive all the way to Hingham. This is about an hour and a half from my house to turn Skype on. Um, But the man has boxes of box scores going back to the mid-60s. I mean, the dude is a box score junkie. I mean, I'm looking at his box scores of Bill Russell. That shit's got to be in the Hall of Fame at some point you know mm-hmm. um but it's pretty cool yeah they're they're a good pairing uh, then Doug, hey uh bob compared to uh, kobe to jordan so he's one of those guys
0: i that's Shot yeah, it's hard not to it, yeah i mean you can see it it's the, yep. clearly he was the model that, that kobe was going for but oh no um, question yeah no i worries. mean and was,
1: jordan loved him duke
0: he did, Gee, he did.
1: jordan loves anybody you J- jordan loved kobe yes
0: Mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm.
1: sort of Larry Larry has not made a statement I'm surprised
0: you know that's yeah you ask it's funny a lot of these guys uh, they really loved the way that guy went after it which is so interesting because a throwback. It, he's a throwback but in my mind he um. did not play that type of team ball <laughs> <laughs> that Larry did <laughs> or even that Michael did
1: No, you know? but he had um, the menta- I, we could
0: do this that's all day it.
1: You're because. right, but he had the mentality that these players today don't have. Yep. I yep. like someone who hates their opponent. I like someone who <laughs> sticks on with their team. <laughs> and Kobe did that, so I have to respect them. And I got to tell you, Duke, this will be the last thing I say on the topic. When the Celtics were going through the ML car era, mm-hmm. um, and nothing against ML, but that was in the Patino era, and uh, the Paul Pierce coming out to the podium with bandages across his face, right? There were some times there prior to the Danny Ainge, Wick, Doc era, and even then that you mentioned, uh, you know, the MVP chance. It wasn't always rosy there before KG, that the Celtics were a slumping franchise. And I never rooted for the Lakers, but there was something for an old school basketball fan that was I don't know, a little reassuring to see the Sixers go against the Lakers in the finals. You know, to see the Lakers there meant there was something left of when basketball was good. Now, taking that fast forward to 17 versus 16 is getting a little bit too close with LeBron yeah. and, and Anthony Davis in the, in the driver's seat of that one championship away from, from the Celtics. But uh, anyway, that brings us to current day. I just transitioned that really well.
0: That was that was great. <laughs> uh, although I do have to say, 2001, 2002, 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. I was not happy. Larry's Larry's Pacers losing to that's the, true the Lakers. That was tough to take. But but there was okay. something
1: reassuring seeing Larry right.
0: in what was
1: the fake, uh, fabulous form.
0: Right, the Staples that's, Center. <laughs> well, right. Well, we right. have the fake Boston Garden. We
1: can't get the true.
0: <laughs> this is true, but I would say I would say during that period it was. You're right. There was kind of reassurance. Okay, this is. But then we when when they had 15 and we had 16, it was like ah, I don't know about this, mm, yeah, but of course. All the all the titles won in Minneapolis don't count anyway. So Well, I will good. say this,
1: uh, John. I do have a – and this is – I'm going to text it to you when we hang up. I have a letter. It wasn't written to me, but I have a letter from Dr. Bus in 1992, I want to say. Do you okay. know at that point they still were not counting the Minneapolis Lakers championships uh, with the Lakers in L.A.? And uh, the way I know is because the memo – that Dr. Buss is writing has uh, all the championships at the top and the bottom, the header and the footer, and it's only the Los Angeles Lakers championships, which means the Celtics are still um, what, six ahead of the Lakers. Four
0: that's friends. true. I know. That's I all we know that to I know that i
1: f I'm gonna frame that baby.
0: That's 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 all you need to know from straight from Dr. Buss's mouth. I mean, I think that's all we need to know. I mean, that's my it. goodness. Come on. Yeah. Now. The,
1: the, the, the fabulous version of, of reds alter ego, a fabulous red. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Buss. I'll tell you one more thing. There is yeah. a video out there that max keeps circulating on Twitter of that Ivoroni fight with the Sixers. Oh, yeah. And when red comes down on the court and he's throwing punches at Billy Cunningham. I mean, that those were the days, man.
0: Those were the days. Those that were was days. Good stuff.
1: Red's out on the court in the midst of a brawl. It's great, shit. <laughs> it's just great. He's like five foot two. It's just awesome.
0: Oh, that was great. Billy yep. Cunningham. Oh, those, mm. yeah. That was some good stuff. Yep. All um, right. Well, speaking of good stuff, we're gonna pivot yep. here. Uh, Let's do it. We got some All Stars. We have yep. we have two All Stars on the on the. Uh, we'll say the Eastern squad, but mm-hmm. we know obviously they'll go into the pod and, and there'll be mm-hmm. the, the draft here coming so up. So Stupid. Jason Something Tatum. I like it.
1: Yep. Yep. Tatum. Uh, yeah. I'm so happy
0: for him. Man. Tatum gets it. Uh, Brown does not, but Tatum gets on. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, with Tatum making his first all-star game. I
1: does think he- it is fitting, man. I
0: I'm happy for him. Uh, I think it's,
1: he deserves it. I, I, I feel bad for Jalen. I think Jalen is a great candidate for most improved player. Um, but I think when it when it all is said and done, uh, Jason just has a bit more of a all-around uh, – all, uh, Jason has step, stepped up his defense in every way. He is rebounding. They both have very similar stat lines, honestly. But I think that when it all comes down to it, Tatum is more looked to as a go-to a leader – uh, not that Jalen's not. I just think that that's the perception, and clearly, that's what the voters thought.
0: Yeah, but well, if, if I'm sure Justin, when he listens to this, would give him a spirited defense of yeah. of Jalen Brown and why he should have been there. And yeah, no, no. <laughs> uh, well, yeah,
1: know that. I mean, truth of the matter is, I had lost faith in Jalen last year, and I was telling Justin that. I mean, he, but. We're not going to bring up the name who, you know, a man we won't mention, but what a difference a year can make because I saw – I'm not covering as many games this year, John, but I I saw Jalen on several occasions, and it's almost as if the weight of the world is off his shoulders. Yeah. He He was so heavy
0: last year. Yeah. Yeah, He plays free now. I I totally see that. I mean, I think last year towards the end he was playing –
1: kind of mm. like
0: f it basketball yeah, and i'm gonna yeah. do what i'm gonna do what i need to do what's right and not listen to wants. that guy yeah you know but i think this year really team i mean just he, he play he's a guy with purpose he yep. plays with purpose everything he does is 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 well considered he doesn't second guess he plays confidently and it's it's just it's so and, nice to see
1: and also, you know, totally reassuring of his confidence in what Danny Ainge granted him contract wise after last year. That was a big leap of faith. But I think the big thing is Jalen has come, and we're, you know, we're talking about the guy who didn't make the All Star team, but J- Jalen has come back this season improving every aspect of his game Mm -hmm. and it's ironic because we didn't see one instagram video this summer of him carrying boulders up mountains and nonsense like that (laughs) you know he just put his head down and improved his game and uh uh, coincidentally when he's dribbling in traffic he is no longer putting his head down and losing the ball quite as much either he has improved every aspect of his game and uh I, i i yeah, You said I was right. I don't need to say I told you so, but I did say over and over and over, not just on this show, but a lot of shows I went on. Once that man is gone, the dark cloud is going to come off the team and everyone is going to be better. And it's clear that's the case. It's the one area where uh, analytics, uh, the way of the game today, fails. Yeah. Analytics will always fail over chemistry. Chemistry I never saw a team with less chemistry, and then this year, what a turnaround! Guys like Ennis Cantor overachieving, you know Daniel Tice, you know. So I'm glad to see that uh, Jason is a an All Star. Uh, we did a segment at the Garden uh, last game. I was there. I said vote, vote; they should both be put in, and I think they should have been.
0: Yeah, I well, and that's. I think the next question is how far away is is he from that and because he's now i mean no i mean in terms of can, can he still i mean if there's injuries and whatnot i mean are we talking about uh could we get three because i think oh i think booker is i think booker everyone's looking at booker is the next guy who should get in i think yeah. bradley beal is probably in that conversation yeah. i think jalen i think those Jaylen, three are think, probably yeah. the best you know, I think I mean, they are in that mix,
1: right? Yeah, I can see Booker Beal. I mean, okay, but I think, yeah, you're right. It's Booker Beal and 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 Jalen, but Jalen and and Jason were neck and neck, at least if you're looking at their stat line. What is their stat line? I think it's very similar on twenty six and four or something like that. Yeah, I'll bring. It I know, up here. Bra- I know, Jalen or Jason is, I think, at like twenty one. I mean, think about that. That is a great stat line for. Someone coming out of their sophomore slump, twenty-one, six and four. Last I looked, before yeah. the road trip,
0: Jalen, Jalen. Uh, so Jason is tw- almost twenty. Was twenty-one and a half. Yeah, six. or oh, excuse me, seven and three. That is a great stat line, man. And and Jalen is twenty. Yeah, almost six and a half and two and a half. That's great. So I'm a, telling you, just they're a right step there. below. Yeah, yeah.
1: And and I would say that there's no question, Brad Stevens. Is more more apt to go to Jason in big moments than, than Jalen. T- Jalen tends to, and Joshua would tell you this, he, he mentions it all the time. Jalen tends to, not intentionally, but there are times where he kind of gets lost and his number's yeah. not getting called. You know, Jason's number's always getting called, it seems. And I don't think it's an intentional thing. I, I mean, I don't think it's, uh, you know, I don't think it's a, a measurement of their one against the other. I, I, I think they're both. Um, I don't know. I mean, they both have dynamic games, right? Jason, Jalen's probably a better defender than Jason, but Jason's gotten much better this year.
0: At I think as a team defender, Jason is, is much better than Jalen. I think on the ball, I think Jalen still has the nod, but I think as a team defender, and I think that's really where kind of those plus minus numbers, mm-hmm. and net rating numbers mm-hmm. are really putting Tatum. I think that's why Tatum made the, the team. Tatum, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, off the charts their plus minus when he's on the court and their net rating when he's on the court is just so much better than anybody else on the team. It's yep. just like, you, you have to reward that. But Jalen has a case in and of his, of his own. And though his net rating is isn't like superb. I, you know, it's like you said, it's hard to ignore twenty six and a half and three, two and a half. And that you know, he's shooting almost 50% from the field and almost forty percent He's almost 50, 40, 90. That is unheard you know, of 50, 40. today. Yeah, that's
1: unheard of today. Unheard of, and that's coming from a guy like Jalen. There were points last year, in particular, where we were all, oh no, I was like the Marcus Smart shooting the three, you know, oh no, sure. no, 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 you know, where, and then there's Marcus. We haven't said anything about Marcus, who, you know, is, is just. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I used to have major problems with Marcus, you know.
0: I know you did. they were
1: unfounded. They were wrong.
0: Because, they were. Uh,
1: of course, this they were. Man, this man is a. Celt- they were very wrong. Yes. This man is a Celtic through and through. And and uh, if Brad Stevens would just allow Team Captains, he'd have my vote. No Marcus. doubt. No, no doubt.
0: It's 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 insane that 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 really has not happened. Mm-hmm. You know that that they have not said, look, you're that guy. You're that dude. Yeah. You know. I think I, it's I implied. Think- Probably. You're right. And, and and to do that in the face of two older players who have max contracts, maybe just yep. creates too much tension. Yep. Uh, you know, Kemba don't certainly forget is that. a leader. And you know? oh,
1: Kemba for sure. Kemba you know, how is it to have a guy who says, I don't care how many points I score? I, mean, I struggled tonight, but you know, we won. You know? I mean right. that's that's refreshing. That's, I love this team, man. I really after coming off of a team I Absolutely effing hated. Mm-hmm. This is just so great to see that the culture is there. Celtics pride is still alive, and these guys embrace it. I mean, that's just exciting to me.
0: It, most that cool, was the last year's team was was the my probably least favorite Celtics team of all time. Ever, I mind too. You know, I mean, worse it, than
1: Patino teams.
0: Yeah, worse than the Patino yeah. teams. Because you know what the Patino teams was? It was Patino's. He was again. It was an issue of expectations. Patino yeah. was putting expectations out there in the media, and and they weren't fulfilling them. So in the same way, there were similarities, but they were young teams, right? Yeah, it, I mean, was, it was it was Antoine and it was Paul and yep. you know Ron Mercer, well, Ron and C, it, McCarty, Patino. I almost said Patino. He sucked all the air out
1: of the room. So anything that yeah. would have been, um. A deterrent against the players would always go back to Patino. I had stumbled across a a YouTube. I'm a YouTube junkie, man. So I, I stumbled across. it. now that it's on on Xfinity and you put it on your TV, man, it's just like I can't stop watching old basketball games. I'm such a loser. I mean, like I can't. I I get done with this crap that we just saw. It was a good game, but uh, and I turn on. I'm like I can't watch any more basketball, and I end up on YouTube watching the 1982. Celtic Sixers series, but the point is, I I stumbled across uh, Patino, it looked like it was forced, and Red, Red begging the crowd at Boston Garden, the Old Garden, to give this team a chance on opening night, Mm -hmm. and it was definitely Patino-driven, but it was sad. i got to find that and send it to you. It was sad to see, to be
0: honest with you. Mm -hmm.
1: We've come a long way.
0: We've come a long way, yeah. Yeah. I I think there's, uh, you know... There was a lot of bad of the Patino era. I still think his fellowship of the miserable uh, rant was actually right on. You know, I think (laughs) he actually was was, was was,
1: that the burden and walking through the door.
0: Yes, yeah, it was right on. But all negativity in this town does suck. You know, and and it does. It makes the greatest town in the world lousy, and he's right about that. that. There is that negative bent that we. Whatever happens in Boston, we haven't seen a lot of it, but. Well, you seen it now. I see what wrong. Brady posted.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm so sick of Brady, man. I'm not gonna go down that path.
0: Yikes. Okay, yeah, we're not gonna go there. That that could, that could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going after Colby, we're Let me gonna...
1: just say one thing really quick, yeah. right? This is that we talk nothing about the game, nothing about the I current team. Okay, but that's because we don't talk enough, dude. So that's anyway, right. I hope that this is for us listeners. It ain't for you. You guys just gotta endure it. Yeah. But uh, I'm <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm I'm watching. It's late at night. I got home from. Um, from the bar. So I'd add a couple martinis and I'm laying in bed and I have on, it's either old games or it's, or it's NBC Boston. I love what they do at NBC Boston. So I'm watching NBC Boston this particular night. I wasn't loving it because Kobe had just died. You know, the Celtics were on a three game, uh, road trip in which, you know, case they just beat Miami and, uh, uh, Cora is cheating and, uh, the Bruins are, they can't finish, shocker, but they have a good record, you know, and it is the the NFL offseason, at least for the Patriots, and these guys are talking about Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo, I realize it's the play—it's the Super Bowl's coming up, but I mean, there's, like, let's not devote the whole show to it, so here I get my phone out, Duke, and I'm, I'm, I'm feeling no pain, so I'm feeling a little beer muscles, right, and I start to type out exactly what i just said and i'm about to hit send and it was like a lightning bolt hit me in the face you better check your youtube channel i go to the youtube channel Mm -hmm. all tom brady (laughs) i'm in that business man i mean it is what it is you gotta go where the ratings are so as much as it annoys me uh the brady stuff it is it is what drives ratings yeah and i am in new england and he
0: is god he is God. Absolutely. Yes. The father, the son, and the oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Tom Brady. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's where they are. Good God. you see what he posted tonight? I did. I did the photo, and I don't know what that means either.
1: But. Uh, no one does that cryptic bullshit. And, like, so, of course, the phone blows up because everybody assumes I'm this big Tom Brady, uh, Patriots, NFL fan, and sure. I really don't... Li- I like the Patriots. I really like Belichick. I love Kraft. Yes. Um, but... I'm not really a fan, you know that, and and I'm like, dude, I don't care if he stays or if he goes. I just care if they stop talking about him. I'm like, come on, stop posting pictures like that, Tom. Is this we a Celtic like a-
0: show? Yeah. Rumor has it. <laughs> Rumor has Wait, it.
1: what year? Wait,
0: year. Uh, yeah, we spent most time talking about the '80s. I think it's <laughs> usually what happens when you and I get together, right? We talk about, I know, I we talk know. about Max and you know. We
1: gotta spend some time on Max's Twitter handle, man. Come on, it's like a, it's a moving comedy act. That podcast is so funny. Do you listen <laughs> so- to the podcast?
0: Of course of course I listen to it it's it's fantastic it would how would Joe sway like just pulls pull stuff out he of knows, him you know He knows what to say he does great he it's really great knows what
1: to say and Max doesn't hold back man but I'll tell you that Twitter handle those max
0: emojis I'm, I'm dying to see who got it tonight I bet you Hayward yeah tonight might have been Hayward we're not talking about too much about the game tonight but we know <laughs> he gets the max emoji you know <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'll tell you what big game coming up Saturday
0: big Six game years. yeah so so okay so let's reel it in one more time we're gonna so here's what we do so we do the outtakes right and so here's what, here's what we're gonna do so we're gonna this is our outtakes where we talk about what's gonna happen we get two games all i'll right? bring it back to maurice teeks don't worry about it okay good well, okay we got philly and atlanta then we get we gotta figure out what's gonna happen those two games so we'll yeah. talk about We'll talk about Paul <laughs> Jones and uh, Caldwell. John Konkak. Bobby okay. Jones. John Konkak. <laughs> okay, John Konkak and John Doc. Battle. And, uh, John Battle.
1: Oh, my. John know. Battle was good.
0: He was good. He didn't get enough he credit. Was... No. Know. Oh, Kevin
1: Willis, who, who was better than Kevin McHale. Remember that McHale scored like oh. 650 on him?
0: I'm you know, better than Kevin McHale. Oh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm. uh, Sixers but... will be
1: a good game, though, and
0: uh, – is Boston going to get that one? <laughs> they
1: to have to. What's I think gonna they happen? have to. What do you think? I think they have to. And uh, you talk about Kobe fire. They have to have the fire and, and do it because they have every opportunity, every ability. You saw them against Miami. And uh, Philadelphia, even without. I still think they're a mentally midget team. And uh, Boston just has to play harder. They're, the, the first three games. I, I take opening night and I throw it right in the garbage. Yeah. But the next two games were – Just Philly outplayed them. The better team won.
0: Though they were on both of those situations on the second half of a back to back. Oh, come on, dude. They're 22
1: years old. It
0: matters.
1: Oh, it it doesn't. It It does. I almost think they play better on the Uh, second night of a back to back. These guys are 22, man.
0: I. Listen, it's been a long time since I was twenty (laughs) two. Me too.
1: But they don't even practice, dude.
0: (laughs) I know, I know, but I'm just telling you, they did not look in either it's situation, they did not look like themselves. And I I think you attribute that to the back to back. I mean, during the K G era that that
1: every sense in the world, but you think it still does even with these young guys.
0: I think there's something. I don't I mean, look, you get in at three o'clock in the morning that has a lot to do with it. And I think they were in
1: Milwaukee the night before, weren't they? And with the time difference Something like that, yeah. Yeah, It was was
0: Milwaukee and then Philadelphia, I
1: think. The time difference had them all jazzed up. Yeah,
0: that's where I agree. Yeah, I mean that's the problem is is like I think I think that's been an issue. I also think so. Remember last time they played them, uh, Embiid was out. That was the first game Embiid was out, and so you know Ben Simmons was playing like his like uh, like his hair was on fire. You know, yeah, he's mm, going to mm, show mm. the world. Horford was playing, had been playing badly. So Jeez. they were turned crazy. it into all-star, all-star playoff out. Yes. yeah. They had yeah. all this space on the floor. Well, they that's what I'm talking these, about. You they know, they played better. They played then, better than the Celtics. And then two games before that. or So the last game before that was when, uh, you know, Embiid got called out on, on inside the mm-hmm. NBA. With well, that
1: had a lot to do with it, too. It was a perfect storm. And that it, it, right. was the night Stern had the the uh. There we go. I'll throw, there's our throwback cue. Yeah. That's when Stern had the stroke, though. That was that night. Yes, Yes. Because I ever it came over the the arena and and you, you know it was almost like the Hayward situation where, like you knew something happened because the crowd kind of went ooh. You know what I mean? Because everybody yeah. picked up their smartphones at the same time. But but yes, and 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 you're right. Uh, uh, that all those things did happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. That's, that's a great way to put it. Those mm-hmm. things did happen. Mm-hmm. The Celtics mm-hmm. still came out and, and fell short in both cases. Yeah, they yeah. could have persevered. They could have been the hospital Celtics and yep. played better than they ever had. They didn't. So now it's a home game. They've got a day off. There's no excuses. Everyone's healthy, both yep. teams. Coming Let's off a go. good win. The Kobe right. thing,
1: the Jason Tatum is smiling, which is nice to see because that kid has been so heartbroken over Kobe. So you know, not that we're moving on from that, but it, the dust is starting to settle.
0: Yes,
1: and uh, they've got to protect their home court and show that they can beat this team. Because I honestly, you know guys like Bob would disagree, Jeff maybe, but I think they're a better team than Philadelphia. On paper, Philly might have. I don't even know that, dude. I don't. Yeah, on I don't paper, know. Philly. I don't know. I mean, I mean they mean... miss JJ Redick terribly. I would say that because they don't they don't spread the, the the floor well unless Al is is. Really being uh, involved in the offense, so we know Allen could get lost if they're not calling his number.
0: Well, and if if and, and if he's playing, one of Simmons or Embiid is not. That's right. So I know th- until they figure out which one they're gonna go with, honestly, I don't have any faith in Philly. I, I'm no I'm neither. not. That that's that whole thing. The whole Sixer situation, to me, is is not even worth paying too much attention to. Well, it's not worth. That's that's. I mean, that's sure, it is when they speaking. blow off
1: the canyon and they think the game is over and it's really going into overtime. Right. It's always the great right? stuff that happens
0: boneheaded. I just, I, I just, I can't take them. I, I take them seriously, but I think they're underachievers until yeah. they have a group that fits together. And that that's not Brett Brown. It's yeah. not on. No, you know, don't. it it's you gotta. Your two best players got to fit together. And those guys just don't fit in this league right now. If it's 1983, perfect. Different story. Yep. All set. But right yep. now, doesn't work.
1: No, and there's no excuse for it. I mean, you could be a, a poor shooter, but look at Jalen, for instance. He was not a great outside shooter. And he's come back, gotten better. Avery Bradley, I mean, now he's kind of washed up. But back in, remember, he come back, he was a terrible shooter. He went to the D League, came back the next season, he had a jump shot. Why is Ben Simmons
0: still not shooting? How about well, – here's another one. How about your buddy Rondo? I don't know. Come on. He's still a terrible <laughs> jump shooter.
1: He can hit <laughs> yeah, it about 50 in a row during warm-ups. You put him in okay. the game, and
0: he can't hit it. But to bring it back to what we were talking about earlier, right? Remember those mm-hmm. games against against the Lakers, and Kobe would sit below the free-throw line, yes, dare yes. him, and he mm-hmm. wouldn't shoot, and mm-hmm. it killed the Celtics' offense. That's what's happened with Philly. Now oh. Rondo shoots the ball, and you know it, 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 it. there's a flow to their offense, but like – if you don't do that, it's just everything grinds to a halt. And yeah. until he until he grows up and decides he's going to shoot the ball,
1: that's yeah, the not anywhere. Dude, I mean, there's like, I mean, like Rondo at least would 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 shoot it during warm-ups. I mean, this dude doesn't that's shoot true. it during warm-ups. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, I mean, this guy won't. And I mean, we, there is always a cell phone recording him, and it turns into a joke. But that's part of the game, man. I mean. It, you you've got to come back every year with an improvement somewhere if you're going to be a superstar right and he has to be able to at least hit a 16 footer i mean at least hit a free throw yes
0: yes it's
1: it's sad it's sad and and it hurts the entire team as much as he is a great playmaker His uh, refusal to take a shot. I remember we used to say back in the Rondo, just take the shot. Even if you're a 40% shooter, you got a 40% chance of making it. Four and every time, ten times, you're going to hit a big shot. Taking the shot is almost – having the balls to take the shot is almost as important as
0: being able to make the shot. Completely. You've got to be a threat out there. You need five people on the core who are threats. And if you aren't a threat, you're killing everybody else because it's five on four on defense, you know, defending the other team. It's just it's 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 he has to make that switch. And Brett Brown can't do it for him. And Embiid can't do it for him. And Horford can't do it for him. You know, and that's that's. That's gonna be Philly's issue until and and either they're gonna he's gonna figure it out, which I don't think will happen, or they're gonna to have to make a trade of moving either Embiid or Simmons to to clean up the the roster and build a team that can really compete yeah. in today's NBA.
1: I don't know. I I don't see how you ever move Embiid. He is. Uh, you talk about throwback Great. players. I mean, you just can't. The, a big man today is, that has his abilities is yeah. so rare and. I also think as much as sometimes he wants to put his foot in his mouth, that his also his lightheartedness keeps it eased up. I, I mean, I, I like MB, to be honest with you. Um, and I would if I were Philadelphia, I would I would probably if I had to part with one. It would be Simmons because he doesn't have he's not a multidimensional player. Absolutely. In the right situation,
0: though, he can be a an absolute all NBA talent, I believe. I too, But he still I, needs to take the shot. He's got to take the shot. Yeah, but I think, I think if he has that space, I think it will. I think it will happen for him. You know, I just what don't think it's going to happen. Now? He's this the only
1: is... player in NBA history to be a rookie four times. What, what year is he in? I think
0: this is his third season. Uh, well, he's season, so young. Same same year as same, uh, as Jalen. As Jalen, yeah, and he won. But, right, he won rookie. Well, he actually was the year before, right? And he didn't play. No, he was Jalen's year, but he was a rookie, quote unquote, the year mm-hmm. that Tatum was the rookie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: I mean, you, he's still very, very young. There's a Absolutely. lot of time. So when you're thinking about that, you have to take that into consideration too. He's not nearly hit his ceiling, and the guy, as gutless as he is to take a jump shot. He's sure not afraid to speak up. He's not afraid to to have the ball in his hands. He needs the ball in his hands. So, you know, I mean, but Boston, when it all comes down to it, they need to win on Saturday. And if they don't, John, I still am not afraid of Philadelphia. I will cover every game in that series because it's close to home. Mm -hmm. uh, Road game. They'll send me down on the road. Me and Joe Sway will probably end up on the road if they play the Philadelphia in the playoffs, which I hope they do. And uh, I'll cover those games and I'll enjoy it because Boston will end up upsetting them
0: absolutely they'll set the, the, the confetti cannon off and uh oh, that was great now, that was one of the best mind. games i
1: covered i mean i've covered a lot of games that one was i never, i had not it was as if the celtics won the championship when they got into that locker room because it was such an unlikely win yeah. i never seen al so speaking out we're bringing on another horford <laughs> we're launching really? another horford podcast yeah we're bringing what? on john who's oh, a very good ball great. player
0: yeah exciting yeah we're what's this show too. gonna what's this show gonna be based
1: on well i'll find out tomorrow i have a call with them at 10 a.m but i think it's going to cool. be a combination of like uh you know pop culture and basketball not celtics related thankfully we have more than enough celtics podcasts out there um but he's a yeah he's into <laughs> well dude you're you're the one who started this this trend
0: man <laughs> well yeah well we're a little too popular though you know what i mean <laughs> Dude. You know, there was a hundred people listening to podcasts back then
1: and all 75 of the hundred were listening to you. And then That's right. 25 of those 75 were listening <laughs> to me right after. That's right. And That's right. it sounded like we had a ton of people because all 25 would call in and sit on the call lines. All
0: exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Was, yes. yes there were good days though. But, uh,
1: so yeah, I, I hope to see them, the, the Celtics really play that bulldog basketball, you know, that scrappy ball yep. and, uh, uh, just out hustle them, and, and 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 it could happen. The one thing you look at with this this current Celtics team is, you know, you 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 look at a guy like Kemba, you, you think, okay, are they going to be a little bit too loosey goosey? But the truth of the matter is, they have a very loose locker room, but they are a very serious team, and I don't worry about that at all. Kemba shows up, and he doesn't suck the air out of the room. I, he's a good leader, and I think that we. This all-star nod for Tatum is going to blossom him. If he's mm-hmm. close to 22 points a game, I wouldn't put it past him to be a 23, 24 average at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: This is I going like to be
1: a franchise player, David. I mean, I love it, and I love it. I love his personality. Um, I don't know if in real life, like he's that shy and quiet, mm-hmm. but man, he is a humble young man and uh, a respectful one and a good ball player. So. I, I really I'm happy for him um, having made the all-star team and seeing him smile here at the post game presser was uh, was also good because he's just been so torn off about the Scobie thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: All right. Anything well, I
1: could deter us back off the topic for? Again? <laughs> <laughs> well, how about this real quick from you? Top get- five NBA players of the
0: 1970s. That's no? right. Go. <laughs> <laughs> That's easy. Go ahead. What about from me? Well, who's going to win? Who's going to win Saturday? They're going to get the win? They I, get the yeah, w? I think it's going to be the Celtics. They have
1: to. And, and they yeah. perform well when they have to. And right. they perform well. Uh, they have been a great team all year. But when they have to, they rise to the occasion. And I think two out of those three games, they didn't. And they lost all three. It's a same face type game. I think Marcus is going to be huge. He's going to come up with those, you know, intangibles. That, that make all the difference. And really I hate to continually and I do it all the time put so much pressure on Hayward, but you saw in Miami the team plays so much differently when Hayward is, is, is a threat out there, when he's engaged and involved and, and and I, I look at him as uh, the key. He's the key. If Hayward puts together a you know a twenty and twenty point game and he's taking the shot and he's aggressive or playmaking, uh, the Celtics will
0: win. I I think you're absolutely right. There's there's two levels I think I look at this game on Saturday. One, winning. Yeah, I think they should. They, this is something they can win. They should win this game. I think two. The one thing I really want to see is to your exact point. Can they get us a, a a rotation on the floor or, or a lineup on the court of their best five? Mm-hmm. And I think that's their team to beat Philly. I know they're not going to be out rebound them, but that's gonna force guys like Embiid and others to have to get well, on the perimeter. Get one
1: big thing, and 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 it's unbelievable that we're we're saying it. I I don't find it unbelievable, but some fans would, and that's will Cantor play because that is yep. makes a huge difference. He's been really good against Embiid, and again, he's been good all season. Um, so that 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 gives the Celtics a little bit more length on that front line. He could rebound, and uh, his defense, which is a big criticism, has been fairly good this year. So uh, that's a big that is a big what if. If if Cantor isn't there, I don't think it's a game changer, but I think it does change the game, if that makes sense. But yeah. I and I agree with you too because they have been hiding and during poor stretches. And this goes back to even Brad. They have been hiding behind the fact that they've not been healthy. And now they are healthy if Cantor is back. Right. And there's no excuse. And now, you know, you talk about you know it as well as I do. Right after that All-Star break, you have got to get into a rhythm, tighten up your rotations and start thinking playoff basketball for the next two at least month prior to the playoffs. You have to be on some sort of a roll heading in. And uh, it really starts before right around now. You look at it's usually February. Um, trade if deadline the, if, yeah. If if Danny doesn't trader Dan doesn't break the team up at the trade deadline, um, you get over that hump, and that's usually right when it's it's crucial that they start coming together and they're
0: healthy. Yep. Yep. No doubt. All right, Nick. I oh, promised you, you. I promised you thirty minutes. We've and gone we an, hour, an hour, an <laughs> hour, seven minutes.
1: But dude, it's hey. like the old days. We used to go like two hours. You two and hours. Justin would go twelve hours. No problem the
0: problem yeah. we i could have kept
1: going tonight but we would have to talk some aba
0: you <laughs> know aba <laughs>
1: hey you know it's really funny bob costas i was watching an aba special on on youtube the other night mm-hmm. bob costas looks exactly the same as he did when he was calling games in the aba it's wow. <laughs> so, like this dude does not age I don't know. Uh, he has been wow. everywhere during mm-hmm. this kobe stuff um which is kind of a throwback to the Late, uh, the early 90s, right? When sure. Costas was was running NBA on NBC. How, how let's let's wrap with one more historical uh, bit gripe, let's say. How bad is ABC ESPN? I mean, oh. coming from the CBS NBC era, oh. ABC see, I mean, it is just mm. so hard to watch.
0: Yeah, yeah, so I, hard. I would say there is the fact that the marquee broadcast. The best games for the NBA feature Van Gundy, oh, and Mark Jackson, Jackson and, and and Mike Breen. That's oh. that's that's a huge issue. I mean, I'm I not actually like what he, Breen, doing, but oh, it's I it's
1: actually brutal. like Breen. It's it, and oh. I like Van Gundy. Oh. It's Jackson. He's terrible. He brings everybody down. He brings everybody yeah. down. How about he goes up? Max is telling me he Max tweeted out about Marcus Smart being. Uh, Kind of a throwback to DJ, which I've been saying for years, bro. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. Mark, uh, last national game, ESPN game, uh, Jackson, he's told this on his podcast. So I'm not telling anything I can't say. But he, Mark Jackson walks up to him and says, I have a bone to pick with you, cornbread. And he said, uh, what? <laughs> he goes, uh, there's no way Marcus Smart can't shine DJ's converse. He goes, and uh, I know for a fact, because I played against him. And Max looked up at him and said, Mark, you do realize I played against him every single day for five years (laughs) in practice? (laughs) And he was my best friend. (laughs) (laughs) And that kind of like sums up Mark Jackson because he thinks he knows it all.
0: Yes.
1: Give me Charles Barkley all day long. One more bitch. Why do they keep when they have Kevin McHale on their roster, Mm. who who isn't great, great, great uh, broadcaster in in the booth, but. Why do they keep giving us Reggie Miller and Marv Halper Gosh.
0: I know. Reggie
1: Miller? I can't. I just – I'm crying.
0: Ugh. Marv doesn't know who he's talking about half the Marv. time. Marv. He looks and like then, a porcelain
1: doll, man. You should see him in person.
0: I, I was down there for the Laker game. He was Yeah, covering. he's a wax figurine. Yeah, it's like, whoa, He's at well.
1: Madame Tussauds.
0: <laughs> I went to – Long story short, I went to the the Today Show a couple of years ago, and they were doing one of those concerts. And so they asked for us in, and the guy I performed was Barry Manilow. Oh, that's God, the all time. It was. It's very <laughs> similar. See those it's two very, guys. Ooh.
1: It's a combination of Barry Manilow, Liza Minnelli, and Michael Jackson.
0: Yeah. That's yeah.
1: Marv Albert. Strange. And, I mean, yes. Marv was oh, marvelous. He was always great. He's so yeah. clueless. How about when he said the, uh, a couple of years ago, Boston Garden or TD Garden always pipes in the chanting and the cheers? What?
0: I know. The, I know. I remember that. Are you like, kidding well, me? In the meantime,
1: about. his home base, the mecca of basketball, Madison Square Garden last night, pumped up the volume on the PA system as the host. It looked like a hostage situation as the fans were chanting, get rid of the owner. <laughs> you know? i mean but it's bo- td garden i could do this all night duke i'm not gonna do it
0: i still have the work yet <laughs> you know well, all right well listen i want to thank you for joining me in doing this Nick. yeah ransack your show man we got it. well no that's that's what this show is right that's you know true. it's always we've,
1: been we talk we've, about whatever you want till justin gets really annoyed Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and he can't get
0: annoyed. He's no, uh, he's not here. He's in parts unknown. He's, he's he's got he's, he's he has ingested massive amounts of cold medication and he's he's uh his text message tonight
1: I thought if I had kids it would have sounded just I'm so sick. Can you please fill in for me? Please. <laughs> I'm like, Do you really want to do it? You know we're not gonna talk about anything current. It's like do whole love that. Just do it. <laughs> do <you love> that. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it for him. I don't care. <laughs> oh, dude, he was here the other. Uh, he stopped at he had a uh, parts unknown. He had yeah. a pass through. Boston. He told me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like once a year we get together, and so he, you know, he crashes in my spare bedroom, and but I have all this historical stuff. Like I have Bill, Bill Russell signed basketballs. I got like, all this great pictures no one's ever seen from the '80s, and. uh He's sitting there and he's looking. I'm like, you don't seem to be getting the kind of thrill out of this. I thought you would. He goes, oh, no, I think it's amazing. But all I can think of is Duke would really like this a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was so deflated. He did not like seeing these oh, rare, man. rare antiquities. But uh, that's it. Man. Oh, Have a good night.
0: Go Hey, Celtics. hey, and, and everyone, if you're still listening, <laughs> you, gotta do this. you know what we say. If you're still listening, what do you say yep. Nick? uh i don't remember what do we say you say you're welcome oh you're welcome because you like it, what everyone, am i thinking the whole thing <laughs> is just to explain it they always everyone on podcast is always like oh i'm sorry this oh is i've heard home. you do this yes and it's like dude there yes. is no there is no end of the tape here man so no. if you're still listening we're not we don't have to apologize to you this is this is this is our gift to you if you're still so, listening yes it's a gift It's a
1: You know why I didn't pick up on that? I looked over at NBC Sports Boston right after, you know, the Kobe tribute, the Celtic. uh, Jason Tatum makes the the all-star team. Uh, The Celtics blow out. They're ready to play their their rival in two days. What are they talking about? They have five people on set right now talking about Tom Brady. They're not even talking about the Super Bowl. They're talking about Brady. I can't. That's my sign-off. I've had enough. <laughs> I'm going to get beat on up behalf on Twitter of, for this.
0: On behalf, on behalf of all the subscribers to your YouTube feed as well, Nick. <laughs> uh, oh, I watch uh, it. I'm and this it. is show. Keep uh, clicking. You're, you're <laughs> keep clicking. <laughs> and you're welcome. You're welcome.